The Dogger Saints podcast is proudly sponsored by Starna Apparel. Starna Apparel is an independent fashion brand from Scotland, creating high-quality and stylish attire for on and off the terraces. Listeners of this podcast can get a 10% discount at the checkout on their order by using the code DOGGERSAINTS. Check out their website now at starnaapparel.co.uk or find them on all the usual social media platforms. It's on the clock! It's in! It is unbelievable! What a chance! And a goal for Paul King! Preston letting fly with an order to magnificent goal! The ball's inside and there it is! That's it! St Johnson are in the final! Stevie May, they scored! Callum Hendry! Stephen Anderson scores! And what is it about Sean Rooney and Cup Finals? He's gone and done it again! Hello everyone, Barely than ever, it's episode 79 of the Dogger Saints podcast. I'm Sam Miller. I'm joined by Danny Williams. We have to do this. It's the phone in it is back. I think it was after the Celtic game we did this. No, actually, I'll tell you when it was. It was after the St. Mirren game in the post-split last season. We were, we were sort of thinking we might be able to haul them in, and instead we failed to get a single shot on goal all game and lost 1-0. Oh, that was terrible game. Terrible. That was. I was going to say that was a worse game than Davidson era, um, but then... Um, we've had two weeks. Oh, Kelty as well. But we've had we've had two weeks, and then all of a sudden it doesn't seem so bad. Yeah, we lost one nil at home to Aberdeen, and then we lost two nil at home to Ross County. But we're not going to discuss this alone. We have got six callers lined up to talk about the gaffer. There's been a lot of hoo ha online about whether he's reached the end of his managerial capabilities at the club people still thinking that he should be the guy to do it so we've picked six people that have well we put the 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 memo out say come on and chat give us your opinion and we will get theirs we don't know if they want them to stay or go so we've got no agenda set so this isn't a witch hunt for callum or it's not a let's make callum stay thing we really don't know we've both got opinions on his position sure done but sorry meeting an easter egg got loads well i've not got any Oh, mum and dad sent me some brownies up. That was nice. Did you? Did, um, because did, he got them off the internet. Lovely. I love internet brownies. Have you noticed that if you open up a, an Easter egg and eat half of it, like how come the tinfoil covers a whole egg, but it doesn't cover half an egg? You know what? This is <laughs> life's great mysteries. <laughs> it, just does, it just doesn't. Doesn't cover half an egg. What is with this voodoo? <laughs> voodoo. You're not voodoo saying that in not... about 40 episodes. That's my favorite know, word. Yeah. One of my favorite words you say. There was a lot of voodoo in the early days. I know. And I don't think, I, I think um, the sort of United Christian churches of the world need to sort of take on this matter. I think Head so. first. Head first. I was trying to think of a link about um, Calm Davidson rising from the dead, but he really hasn't. Um, what's your opinion of, of the gaffer in the, in the current climate? First of all, as I've said all along, whoever's in the hot seat, no matter how bad it is, I will want them to turn it around. It, Whatever opinions I have is nothing personal against Callum uh, or whoever or anyone it might be. Um, I would want that person to turn it around because then it makes everyone happy. Because, you know, ultimately you just want good things happening to your football club. Um, and I'd also say, that unless you have some real hot shot lined up, it's not worth getting rid of your manager 
unless literally anyone could do better. Unfortunately, I think we might be at that stage. I have no idea how he turns this around. I have no idea how he arrests the slide. People saying, oh, you know, he'll just have to change. He'll just have to change and change how he does things. I'm not being funny. He's had, okay, first year, good. He's had two years of it being not very good to maybe be a little bit less stubborn and maybe just try a few different things out. I think there's just bad vibes around the place. And also, I'm not going to lie. One of the main things for me is it's dull as fucking ditch water. It's so bad, eh? If we were losing and it was entertaining and we played well, it's just pretty gutless from some players at the minute. Some players also. Yeah, yeah, some players. And I also, you know, I do always go back to Harry Tree and think the book stops here. I'm not... Some of the players need to give their heads a shake as well, desperately, but they still keep getting picked. And not going to lie, he's assembled an absolutely needlessly massive squad. It's not like there's a shortage of options. Maybe up front. Mezo and Dre Wright are the only two starters for me. Phillips as well, I'm throwing And Phillips, yeah, absolutely. Throw down the man in there. Montgomery's done well enough, plus there's literally no other options, but it's just... Um, I'm finding it very, very difficult to find positives at the minute. I really am. And the other thing I'm looking at is to keep hold of him for the next seven games because you think he's the best bet to keep us up. And that is absolutely fair enough. Are you trusting him with another transfer window? Look at that squad. It's old and it's massive. A bit like my... Yes. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> thinking of positives, should we get some callers on? Let's do the phone in and find out the current opinion of Callum Davidson. Let's start with Stuart Taylor. How are you doing, pal? Uh, fine. Be even better if we'd actually got a result any time recently. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that'll save a question right away. Um, the topic of conversation tonight is Callum Davidson. It's not I or not. It's a base of what what is your opinion on him as a manager? Not personally, obviously, but as a manager, what, what do you think the club should be doing or what do you think personally? Do you know, I, f- I think the... I think the time's come. I think it's time to go. Um, I've, you, you've, we've all seen what's been happening on the pitch in the last two home games. In fact, go back further. I would say since since the World Cup break, it's been poor. It's the same tactics. It's the same bodies coming out every week. There was a stage of about three, four weeks. But I think Liam Gordon was at fault for four goals. Now, I know he's a club captain, but first of all, I've got is maybe bring him out change something up why is he conceding so many goals instead he seems to have stuck with him constantly um, players players just aren't performing for him I think and I think Saturday is the first time I've seen that um, do you blame the manager for that or do you blame the players eventually there's only so much you can blame the people on the pitch and then you've got to look at the person giving the instructions um, I'd say it's probably starting to lean more towards Callum's fault. Um, I, I don't know. I, I was looking over a dugout on Saturday and it seemed every time I looked over, he's just sitting, watching. And I just thought, he's it, not really up. He's not shouting. He's not cheering his team on. He's not pushing anything. I don't know if I was maybe just catching the wrong times, but I just felt like if that's what they're getting from the bench, that's what we're getting in the stands. Dan? Yeah, um, I think it's... 
I think that's probably a very fair assessment um, of things. I think ultimately it's the old Harry Truman thing, you know, the book stops here and eventually it can, you know, you can blame players as much as you want. You can blame luck, you can blame whatever. But I think as, as a manager, you're ultimately, you know, the book stops there. You're responsible. And it's we've seen it at a lot of other clubs this week. You know, this week alone, we've seen it at a lot of clubs in general, just not the Saints. Yeah, um, which doesn't seem to be the case. Do you think he'll get sacked yet? Or get uh, asked, or do you think he'll step down? Or do you think he will ride it out? I, I don't think the club are going to sack him just now. If, I, I mean, I was speaking to a couple of guys earlier today about it, and my general opinion is it's going to be a mutual separation. Um, one or two since Saturday have said to me, those are words I've heard from people who are, quote-unquote, in the know. Yep. Mutual separation's been discussed. Whether that happens or not, I don't know. Um, end of the day, I, I can't see the club sacking him. And I did see someone on Twitter say it's probably because we've forgotten how to actually sack someone. It's been that long. Been a while, isn't it? Been a while. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just feel that nah, so, something's got to give. And to be honest, if the people on the board aren't looking at the manager's job and thinking, should he be doing better? Then I'm, I'm going to be quite surprised. Who would you bring in? Big pick. <laughs> or anybody else you're throwing about the battle? <laughs> Billy Dodds again. <laughs> Billy Dodds. That was what you said last time, wasn't it? Bringing Billy Dodds. What a fucking terrible uh, idea that would have been. Well, you caught me off guard with it, and I was kind of going, oh, shit, Billy Dodds, right? Uh, he's, he's a name who's doing well for himself. Um, <laughs> no, McPeak was a result of four pints and just looking for some sort of laugh to forget <laughs> Saturday was. And, um, and that is what the battle was for. Uh, hey, but do, do you know... I feel like we've maybe missed the opportunity with a couple, because a couple of names off of that, as I said, Stephen Naismith might have been a shout. He seems to be quite highly rated as a coach. Um, I, I don't think we should be sticking with anyone we're linked to the club. I'd have been all over Jody Morris as a shout, but yeah. that's not going to happen. He's at Swindon. Um, I don't know. There's a name which got suggested to me for a friend earlier. And it kind of caught me off guard. Uh, Stephen Whitaker is the assistant for Scott Brown. All right, apparently, okay. yeah. Apparently, he's quite highly thought of as a coach. I'm, I'm not clued up enough to know that, but how about Shelley Kerr? Ah, nah. I think. Uh, <laughs> nah. <laughs> I was okay. trying to. I was trying to think of a pun there, but no. Nah, I've still got your fucking sex tips with Shelly Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> I really just wanted to resurrect that feature and her being at the helm, I think that would work. Maybe she'd never come on as a guest, certainly, but uh, that might be an idea. But you are very much at the, the opinion that he's basically gone as far as he can with the club and it's, it's time for, for both parties to to go their separate ways. Regretfully, yeah. Um, I backed him last year right to the end. Mm -hmm. I thought we were turning a corner, especially after the result against Rangers at home. thought going into the World Cup break, we looked absolutely perfect. And since then, it just feels like it, we've taken not just a step back, but about 10. Mm -hmm. I, I, I can get the argument from people of, well, we're sitting eighth in the league. We're sitting better than we were last year. Yeah, I agree. You can't look past that. 
But the common denominator in everything, Dundee United's first away win of the season, Ross County's first away win since November, the first time Hearts have won in Perth in over a decade. The exact same thing they've all come up against since Callum Davidson St. Johnston. The cup double bears no fruit anymore. Nah, it, there's only so long you can dine it on something like that. Um, yeah, there's only so long. At the end of the day, if you were to use that argument of, well, he's done something amazing for the club, why would he sack him? Claudio Ranieri would still be Leicester City's manager. Very, very, very valid point right at the death there. Any follow-up questions, Dan, before we call this? No, I just want to pick up on, um, it's just more of a comment than a question. There was a good word used there, Stuart. It is regretfully. Yeah. Like, it is deep regret. Nobody, A, nobody could have seen this coming two years ago. And B, we all thought that when he did go, it would be onto bigger and better things. And obviously the stature he's got within the club as a player and then with the double, which doesn't bear any fruit in the, I'm with you there, it doesn't bear any fruit in the present circumstances. But, you know, this is a shit situation. You don't want to be, if there's one person connected to St. Johnson, you don't want to be sort of rounding on. It's Callum Davidson because he has been such an integral part of things, but we are where we are. Yeah, it's yeah, it's crap, but I think it's just, we've got to make the decision now, unfortunately. It's just crap. Also, our uh, one of our five-star reviews we've had on the podcast as well, so a nice way to, <laughs> to, to, to finish that Can we that call off. the episode this week, It's Just Crap? It's just crap. Um, everything about this whole thing is. But Stuart, you've kicked us off with a very brilliant and valid opinion. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thanks again, mate, and we'll speak to you very soon. All right, nice. Speak to you boys later. Thanks, buddy. Cheers, you, boy. Let's just keep this party going and now let's go speak to Nathan. How you doing, bud? But more importantly, where in the world are you? I'm in Bratislava. Of course you are. Yeah, yeah, just tune in. <laughs> nice. how, was, how was Thailand? Um, Thailand, um, everything was great. Don't ask about the lady boys, but other than that, yeah, it was some experience. <laughs> Brilliant, aye. Thai boxing, a different kettle of fish altogether than I take it. Oh, 100%, man. Well, you, you know my, my own kind of um, striking boxing back home. It's it's all very good, but Thai boxing, it really is. It wasn't like I went and underestimated, but I knew how difficult it would be. First fight, it was 30 seconds, and I was like, fuck me, I'm, I'm doing all right at this. <laughs> went into my second fight, and the second round, this guy hit me an elbow, and I think I got deja vu. Like, I was just so like, whoa, this, this is hard. Wow. But, but uh, yeah, no, I... All right, you're, uh, I don't know what happened there. Um, uh, yeah, you know, I'm still there. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was just, uh, it's an experience, it was. An experience indeed oh. it is. I, I could sit and chat to you about your, your fighting credentials and all your fights till the cows come home, but there's more pressing matters at home in Perth. Callum Davidson is our topic of discussion tonight. Where do you stand on the matter, Nathan? Funny you said that, I've bumped into a group of English people that actually know a bit about Scottish football. No way. Funny about that. No, yeah. Aware that <laughs> Johnston um, won the Cup double. Um, they say, oh, is the manager still with you? Fully expecting that he would have left and went down to England. Um, as that happens, you do well in Scotland, you skip the border, you go down south, you get more money, double the wage. I said to him at the time, if he went, I got, was it Millwall he was linked with? 
when we won the cup double? I presume so, yeah. So Saints are always linked to the normal one way or the other with something. Yeah, Lomas, you know it. Um, but anyway, um, yeah, I said, I'm sure he was meant to go down south, but he stuck by us, which was great. Had the awful relegation playoff season. However, at the time, I could see there, there was something not... It, it was there, but it wasn't clicking. And again, remember, we've just lost Kerr. We've just lost McCann. Um, and you're then going, right, no, we can do this. It's just, we need to get together. And remember, it's his second season. This is now his third season, isn't uh, it? Yeah. And now we're going, right. I'm still looking at it and I'm thinking, yeah, there's, we've got the players. It's just not clicking again. But how long is this going to go? Um what I remember bringing in Ali Crawford on his day is great, but Ali Crawford and then we've got in Dan Phillips again, another great player. But it's like we've brought in two players, but there's other players we've brought in to fill in one position. And it's like you can only have 11 players on the pitch. It's, there's only, it's, it's just frustrating things like that. And it's silly schoolboy errors from Callum. And it's like, you're a man of football, like you know this, but why is it not? So I don't know. Like you can point at the board, you can point at Davidson himself, but then he's in denial. <laughs> it's it, it's so strange. It, it really is. Um, for me personally, I stick by the the Fergie method that Man United did in the eighties. Because if they got rid of them early doors, would Man United be Man United where they are? Dan, your best place for this but one. But only 10 pounds. No. You are. <laughs> no, it goes simply no. And it, yeah. I mean, it is. Yeah. I don't even, I don't even want to contemplate that now. For, I, don't, <laughs> I don't want to think about that alternative history. Um, yeah. Just when you called Callum the face of football, it reminds me of... Uh, well, one of my wife's cousins, uh, Scott, who's an electrician, and he's got a tattoo which says "the face of electricity." He's a he's a sparky, and that's the <laughs> tattoo he's got. It's like I would love Callum to have a tattoo in his ankle saying "the face of football." That was that. That would be a nice treat. And it's, and it's Callum himself. <laughs> a thought of him like holding that. the cup double, holding both trophies, and it just says "the face of football" underneath it. That, that's what we all want to see. Yeah, it, it was that maybe, maybe that's where that. Sorry, no, maybe that's where his arrogance at. Maybe he does have that, and <laughs> nobody can tell me what to do. I will play a five-three-two. I am the face of football. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to interrupt, Dan. No, no, it's my, it was me interrupting Dan over the phone, innit? Um, it was a geezer off Jackass. Was it Steve? I had a tattoo of his own face, giving a thumbs up on yeah. his arm. <laughs> yeah. I want Colt to have that on his calf. <laughs> Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, yeah, maybe he does. <laughs> and, and it was amazing. As much was... as I want, sorry, uh, sorry as much as I want Callum to do to do well, um, as a, a club legend and their record signing on, it's like, like, what's he got to do? Like, it's like we we do have the players, but I fuck knows. It's it's like he rolls a dice one day and kind of goes, you know what? This is a game of football manager to me. <laughs> I'll uh, mix it up and it's just like no 
you get given the St. Johnson chairmanship. Flax comes to you, goes, I'm out here. Nathan, you're in. You're hard as fuck. I'm not messing with you. You'd kick my arse. <laughs> you're in charge. What do you do with Callum? You personally, what would you well, do? Well, be our turn. It would be an alternative of 10 years ago because when I played for Skin Thistle when he was there, I was petrified of flats. <laughs> <laughs> I was absolutely shit scared of him. Um, so yeah, that would be great for a start. But um, what I would do, um, you know what? I was, again, I'm with these guys from England um, and I'll get into one of the stories, but we we just we've just watched a Slovan Bratislava game. Game wasn't the best; it was okay. But one thing the players done, and I can tell you, if it was a win, loss, or draw, they came up to the fans and appreciated them. We don't get that, and we, and you know me, I'm a great believer of the fans and the support for the team, and I don't think enough of the players support the fans as the fans support the players at times. Like, we've been through some mental games and it's like the players just kind of go, right, thank fuck, right, let's go for a shower. And then you've got like 50 St. Johnston supporters because that's our support, isn't it? Um, <laughs> standing there. Uh, no, zero fans. Like there'll be no, there'll be more fans at this zero COVID Cup game than there is normal fans. Yeah, that makes sense. Four and power. Yeah. Uh, but, but again, it's like they, they don't fully acknowledge Like it was great to see Stevie May after the Dundee United game saying complimenting on the fans' support. Yeah. But it's not enough of it. Like the, the fans need to come up and support and that's what I would press if I personally was in charge of St. Johnson. It was like, if you support the fans, the fans will support you and the relegation season, that proved that. However, what where the fans are getting sick fed up right now is... We've proved that last season it was a joke. Now this season is becoming a joke and we're not getting anything back. There's people already talking about not renewing season tickets because of crap football. And it, it, it really is. It's, it, it would be different if the players came up. At, I'm not saying after every game, if we're getting on three now, I'd be fucking fuming. If <laughs> <laughs> the person came up clapping into our end, I'd be like, get to fuck your daft, we've lost. But <laughs> on the convenient time of winning a game, and to be fair, we've only won three games this season. That's so why they've not been coming up. Been yeah, but exactly. But but still, there's 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 a disconnect of um, the players. Again, I don't know who you put that down to. Um, do we message Liam Gordon and pester him, or is that too much to ask? Or some very valid points in there, Nathan. Are you just on there, or are you actually fighting in Bratislava? No, I just just doing training. Um, I'm going to Budapest again for a couple of days. There's um there's a football team, I can't pronounce their full name, um, but they're nicknamed Friday. You can Google them, they've got their own <laughs> supporters um training club. So I'm hopefully going there um just to train again, just experience different um gyms. And then I go to Munich after that, and there's a there's a kickboxing gym there that I'm acquaintance with the people thereof. So yeah, I'll go there and just again experience because it's the same as football. If you just believe in the four corners where you've been brought up in, you're never going to experience the real world with other technicalities and experience. So you need to go out there and venture. 
Well, this was supposed to be about Callum Davidson, but it's been an absolute life lesson, and I've been thoroughly enjoyed yeah. to be a part of the. the part, <laughs> I uh, love this. Ferran Barros is the team, I believe, in the. In, Ferran Barros, yeah, yeah, but they get nicknamed Friday, the green and white team. Yeah, yeah, that's. You're, you're spot on. Nice. Yeah. Well, you enjoy that, mate. Oh, I've seen them once. The Conference League kind yeah. of time when you were pretty rubbish. That time. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, <laughs> they were the Gibraltar team in our Champions League. Group. I'll have you know. There's, there's always one. But Nathan, it's a pleasure, mate. Take care, and we're delighted to see you up in McDermott. You keep representing the Teal Magenta. The Dogger Saints boys are love to support you wherever you are, and anything you've got for us, send it our way, and we'll get it posted on our socials for you, my friend. Brilliant. Right, thank you, guys. Catch you soon. Thanks, Nathan. Cheers, buddy. Take it easy, Bye, bye. Cheers, guys. Bye. If this was the 90s, my switchboard would all be lit up because there's loads of callers waiting to go. Let's get another. It's Kev Heller. Hello. I know you put a lengthy thing on the St. Johnson banter page, aka the banto, but for anybody who may not have seen it, is that still your opinion? What is your take on, your hot take on Callum Davidson at the minute? Uh, it's not probably a hot take, but um, I, I still don't want him sacked, which is probably more positive than the majority of people because... Yeah, he, I was on the way out of the ground on Saturday walking behind a, a couple of very much happy clappers as the banter page puts them and they were going, what's the point at the moment? So if they're kind of turning their back on Callum then he's obviously not got a lot of support in his camp but I just am too much of a romantic everything he's done for the club everything he's done as a player, manager, assistant uh, and I see people say, oh, yeah, he won a couple of cups, so what? Well, that's massive for St. Johnson, and yeah. it can't be forgotten. And that's frustrating that people are just pushing it to the side and ignoring it. But, yeah, um, he does have to he does have to do stuff to change things, and this is his last chance, even with me. Um, he's, he's not impressed me, so it's not like I'm sitting there going, he's doing a great job, leave him alone. But I st- I'm still not quite in that get him out of here camp because um, I'm a romantic an old softy so yeah <laughs> yeah yeah totally um, I know what you mean about even the happy clappers or something um, mine Miles on Saturday Danny when we're sitting there and Ranger uh, oh, Ross Ke- right Miles is the most positive little guy in the world and uh, Ross Kenny went one up just for a half time I have to win do you think Saints will win Miles you went no, I was like uh, the harsh reality of being a St. Johnson fan is now <laughs> finally hit it was so sad to see, and he was just sitting there because he's he's not he's obviously been uh, he's not seen a Saints winning ten months at home, which is like six months old, I should say six months. Uh, so yeah. it's I it's getting a bit testing. Um, what yeah, what I've, what does Calvin need to do? Him. Sorry, what does he need to do? He needs to change things. He's he's definitely too stubborn. I, it, it it confuses me because. On one hand, he's doing this sort of squad rotation where somebody seems to be playing okay and then they just get dropped for a couple of weeks or somebody start to find form and they get dropped and somebody else comes in and takes their place. He does that with half the squad. And then there's other players that don't seem to be... Like, they can play horrendously for weeks and not get dropped. It doesn't seem to be any rhyme or reason to that. Uh, I get the point of squad rotation. I get the squad point of keeping players in that do a job. But he's... He's not doing either of them. As I've said previously on here, I'm not a big, I'm not massive on formations, the most important thing. I think put 11 players on the park that can play football, they should be beating Ross County. I don't think Ross County were particularly good on Saturday. They scored a 
a good goal. Um, they were they worked harder than us, and that's the thing that annoyed me on Saturday more than anything is that Ross County worked harder than us. And Cal needs to be getting them a rocket, getting them out there fighting for the cause. If they go out on Saturday at Livy and don't fight for the cause, then I, I may be starting to believe that he's lost the dressing room because they all know, they're all saying in their their media coverage, etc., that they think we're, we're struggling and we're in a relegation battle, which we are now. And if they don't react to that, then, then yeah, it's probably time to go. But another thing is people are saying, oh, you see what's happened at Motherwell, you see what happened at Aberdeen and you manager. But there's, there's no guarantee of that, yep. especially with St. Johnson. We're not going to go out and splash the cash on on some special manager that's going to almost guarantee that kind of reaction. It, it, it's not guaranteed. So I'd be wary of just wishing a new person for the sake of it. And when people say, well, who would you replace them with? I think that's something they do have to think about. Yeah. Um, <laughs> somebody suggested last year, Billy Dodds. Um, <laughs> he's not going to live that one down. Um, you're absolutely right, though. There isn't a magic... Um, answer to this at what stage would you stop backing Callum would it be relegation or if he survived a playoff would it would would that still cut a favour in it going into the next season uh, it's hard to say it depends how the team play as much as anything I wouldn't say it's because we stay up but if we stay up with a bit of fight and we start to improve the performances, then that maybe earns him more time. If we scrape by by other teams being worse than us, then maybe he doesn't get that time. Uh, as I say, it's hard to say, but I sort of think it's more what I see on the pitch that'll kind of sway me either way. But as I, I think I'm not, I've sat on the fence long enough, I'm kind of slipping off now. And uh, if we don't get a reaction on Saturday, then I think that's probably his time that because they're in a horrendous run of form. I don't mean necessarily that we win, but if we go out and put in a, a good fighting performance, then that buys them a bit more time for me. But if we go out and play like with lack of urgency and ability that we played like on Saturday, especially after going the second goal down, then that might, me ha- that might have me slipping off that fence and wishing that we part company rather than getting sacked. Yeah, I think that would be probably the way. The, the, there's a, the double-edged sword this weekend is obviously we'll, we'll have Teal Magenta on, which is an absolute result because we don't lose in Teal Magenta. <laughs> uh, but the only time we have lost in Teal Magenta is Libby away this season, which is uh, <laughs> which is if it, the only time we've lost in Teal Magenta in the league is at Livingston. Uh, so uh, it's two, four, two teams in terrible form, so yeah, it, if we can't do it on Saturday, and then then we've got the excuse of the pitch right enough, but uh, the, the pitch at home is a terrible pitch, so maybe it's time we stop using that as an excuse and just get on with it. But I remember speaking to the Livy guys about the pitch, and they say like our pitch when it's a, like a quagmire or like it is like it's now like a giant bunker. Um, that's their argument for their having a plastic pitch because it's genuinely it's playable, but. I'm not convinced, but uh, a decent grass pitch shouldn't be that difficult to maintain. Look at Motherwell's, their surface is like a bowling green. Well, they've put the money in there, that's the difference. Aye. We seem to to patch it up each season, spend the minimum amount required to get it looking reasonable, and then 
couple of days of bad weather in the summer and we're goosed again. But yeah, that, that I maintain that the best we've played this season that in a game that I've been to was Motherwell away because it was playing on a bowling pitch. We we were fantastic. They just zipping the ball about. That the two 0 game. Watched them. Yeah, the midweek game. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that was uh, miserable as well. Brilliant. Yeah, but we, we, the football we played was brilliant because it was a lovely pitch. And then the next home game after that, I thought, right, we're, we've taken a boost from that. We'll be great. First ball whipped out to Dre Wright on the wing. I thought he's going to take this. He's going to run past his man. He's going to whip in the ball. That's all good. And the ball bounced about three foot away from where he was meant to be going. And I just <laughs> saw his head drop. And you just think, we're, we're rookied with this. We're rookied with it. But then, there's an element of it's the same for both teams and maybe we need to adapt the way we play on it to, and we should have the best ability to adapt on it because we, we, we play on it the most. But Yeah, it's, it's depressing at the moment, but... it's yeah, When you talk I'm, about the pitch, it, it's, uh, when managers used to say all the time when we were tough to beat at home and McDermott was a fortress, oh, the pitch is a disgrace, that was our go-to response. It's not. It's funny how many uh, away team managers aren't mentioning the pitch whatsoever now, especially when they're winning. Eh? It's and the pitch isn't the worst nick I've seen it ever. But because the away teams are winning, there's no mention of the pitch whatsoever. It's petty and it's bollocks. Well, the last person to mention it was Beal. Funnily enough, after we beat them, nah, there, there's a shot. Yeah, this whinge about that, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I do, I do think if we had a better pitch, would stand a better chance, but. It suits the way we can play and we'd entertain people more. And even if we weren't getting as many wins as we'd like, but if we picked up one or two here and there and we were playing entertaining football, I think that would help. But the dross we witnessed on Saturday, no points out at the end. It's a double defeat, basically. That's it. There was somebody in the group chat actually said that um, it wouldn't be so bad if we were maybe scraping out like a defeat and the game was entertaining. It's not even that. So it's um, yeah. it's really difficult. But Kev, as always, we appreciate your input. Thank you very much for that. The manager job is on a sugarly peg, but it's not. He's not uh, having chats about being sacked just yet. Not for me, anyway. No. Good stuff, Kev. Pleasure as always, my friend. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, thanks much. See you later. See you, mate. Cheers, Kev. Bye, bye. Friend of the show, Kev Heller. Let's go to. Care, Care Hall, how you doing, bud? You there? How's, how's the sound? I'm on speakerphone. How, how's the sound quality? Is it okay? It sounds better than Danny's most week with a professional microphone. So yeah, you sound alright. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can't do anything about that. Right, that's just <laughs> but that's just a, a sort of curse of birth. But the quality of patter that goes through the microphone make all that makes up for it. Sorry, just before you came on, they were discussing uh, the guy we had on before, Nathan. We asked him about four times, what would you do if you were the chairman with Callum? And he just kept on talking about other things. <laughs> Kerr, sorry, if you can hear a buzzing in the background, sorry to, to ruin your introduction here, Kerr. Um, like most football phone-ins, you usually got your wife in the kitchen making a, a microwave dinner in the background. So if you do hear a ping at any point, uh, this is a high level, uh, level of broadcasting that we uh, strive to achieve. I'll stop it before the ping. Thanks for that. You what have you got? Uh, what have you got, then? Lasagna. Lasagna. Oh, wow. It's a bit boring. It is a bit boring, isn't it? <laughs> Low-fat lasagna. Low-fat lasagna, even worse. Oh, fuck. Anyway, anyway. Right, come on. Care. <laughs> Sorry for you to have to sit through a minute of that absolute guff patter. How you doing, mate? You okay? No, you're all right. No, lasagna sounds quite nice, actually. I'd, I'd be happy with that. Care's on your side. Colour Care is uh, he's all for the lasagna. Good, but uh, are you all for Callum Davidson? <laughs> Seamless link. Yeah, yeah, that's, that, that was smooth, that. Thanks, mate. Um, you know what? I, 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 put, I put on Twitter the other day, 
I was say I was kind of saying change, change is probably needed, and I and I do agree with that. I'm probably a bit more kind of in the middle than other people are. Um, you know, there's a lot of people up in arms about it, and um, can only really see red when, when it when it when it comes to the manager. But I don't know. I I think I definitely think playing wise, um, change is required. Uh, I don't think anybody can kind of argue with that. It's 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 been eye bleeding at times. Um, yeah. especially at the weekend. I think the the weekend was. That the weekend along with Livingston at home, um, I think what did it finish with the four two it finished? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. That was that that was kind of equally as bad. Um, and I and you know what? I think I think everybody saw the weekend coming. Um, I was I was kind of I was quietly optimistic, but at the same time I was I was thinking this is probably coming. Um, there there seems to as well as the product in the park this season, there seems to have been a sort of an atmosphere in the club. I don't know what you guys think about that. I think there's there's been a few kind of incidents. Um, in the cast kind of six to eight months that um, it's been very, very Unson Johnston like um, mm-hmm. you know like the Rangers tickets um, I mean that was that was a shambles the, um, I don't know if you saw the, the like E2 Vertanen's comments um, about how the club have treated him which yeah. again is not something that's ever come out of out the club um, you know the, the, the pitch speaks for itself it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a, the pitch is a disgrace and it, it's definitely not helped results at home I mean that's been evident and then to top it all off you know you've got somebody being Racist to Theo Bear, which is just disgusting, and again something that has never happened. So, I think compounded by that, you know, is is the product in the park. And if these things weren't going on in the background, you know, would 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 the would the pitch fox be out quite as much? I don't know. Who who, who knows? But um, to, to answer your question, I think I think probably changes required on uh, on the park for sure. I think so as well. It's. To compound all that, it's the the banishing of players that just for no reason just seem to disappear out of the team, like Mitchell not starting, um, Brown coming in when Mitchell was there, and who's who's probably for the first part of the season superb. Witherspoon not featuring for a long period of time as well. It's just some odd selections, and that just there doesn't seem to be faith in any of the players. Would that be fair to say? Apart from maybe Stevie yeah. May, who's a and Remy Matthews, who and Holberg apparently is undroppable. Yeah, I, th- I think there's there's been a, there's been a couple of stalwarts, but you're, you're probably right, Sam. I mean, is it is it safe to is it you know is it fair to say that he, he still doesn't know his best team? You know, hundred percent. I know people people have been people have been in and out, um, obviously through injury, and you know Spoonie's been the big one. But I think that with the times you have seen Spoonie come back in, he's been great, and everybody's been calling for him for weeks. And it's only now that you know he's, he's, it's like he's been kind of pressured and putting him in, put, putting him in even. And it's like, oh, would you look at that? He's he's, he's made a difference. Obviously, Saturday was maybe the exception, but nah, he was. Um, but yeah. Yeah. yeah, but but yeah, I think I think you make a great point with Mitchell. I, I don't. I think I think Brown's a good player, um, but at the end of the day, he's not a centre half, and he's not a right wing back. He's not a left wing back. You know, he's a he's a he's a right back. He's that that's that's his position. And if he was played there, I think you'd see the best of him. But I think it's really unfair on Brown. Actually, I, I think mm. that often that, that you know he's forced to play a position that he's he's that's just it's just simple as it's not it's not it's not where he should be in the team. And he and he seems to be keep keep playing there. So I've got uh, I think there's a lot of instances like that. Sorry to nip in there. Just while we're talking about James Brown, I've got James Brown exclusive. He's been offered a new deal, but he's not signed it yet. There you go. There's a fun fact oh, for you. Okay. So there, there is an offer on the table for him, but you would like to you think, you'd, think want to? you'd you'd be cutting your nose to spite your face to to not sign it and 
hope that you get another team on. But look what happened to Xander Clark. What is? Xander did. He's not. Well, Xander did, but I'm saying, would Brown be cutting off his nose to spite his face? He's not been played in his position. Yeah, for true. however long. But then where would he go? Well, quite. You know. So I I don't know. I've got a, I've got a quick question actually. Just. Please. On the theme we've been talking on. Yeah, so Kurt, we've been talking about how, you know, you mentioned there, you get the impression he doesn't know his best team. It's probably something I agree with. Um, speaking to Nathan before about the amount of players coming in and whatnot. Take the last sort of seven games we've got remaining of this season out of the equation altogether. Would you trust him with another transfer window? Would you trust Davidson with another transfer window? Um, I, I think I think the the Alan McCann Jason Kerr window. I know a lot of people were were really unhappy with that, and you know, there's 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 maybe a bit of a justification in that. I think he got a really hard time for that for something that was totally out of his hands. Yeah, um, with, with with those two leaving and then. The, the the signings he brought in were brought in in the last minute and they, t- they turned out to be mediocre. I mean, I think everybody everybody accepts that. Um, the last two don't seem to have bared much fruit, to be perfectly honest. Well, and, Andy Constantine and Nicky Clark, you could probably you could probably put in there that they've been good, solid signings, but it's it's not as if he's kind of had to go out and, and scout these players and, and you know, he's, he's brought somebody in that nobody's ever heard of and they've, 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 they've done really well. Um you know they, they were they were known to, to everybody in Scottish football, and they were and they were there for the taking. So, if you know if Nicky Clark or Andy Constant come comes up in the transfer window, and you're and you're St Johnston, I think you, you you absolutely take them. Going into this summer, I, I I can't I can't I can't see where the where the ambition would come from. To be perfectly honest, it's it's maybe been proven that um, again <laughs> like with with the we had we had a recruitment. Person for how long? Five minutes, um, and, and, and nothing, nothing really happened there. So I, I don't know. That's funny that all that all well, of Stevie Greaves' signings have left, apart from Theo Bear, isn't it? The man, Cleary, Bertanen, uh, Butterfield, maybe. Oh, the bottom man, I forgot about it. Them, yeah, um, and he he was dreadful. Um, I've I've usually sat in the fence when it comes to talking about kind of the Callum Davidson and the the team and that. The, the, this team, we didn't sign, did we sign anybody in January? Nicky Clark? Before... Nah, he was back in the summer. Of course he was. Um, Rodden, Rodden came in January. Yeah, Rodden was the last minute, yeah. We went on a run of six consecutive wins, seven wins, and not one complaint about the team. The team is okay. I think the players we have got are more than capable of that, performing. Yeah. Uh, at the up at any level against any other team outside Old Firm, I just don't think they are playing for the manager anymore, and I think he's got them in the wrong formation. I don't think he's trying to squeeze them into a, a a fit that doesn't fit them. Obviously, because he's like look at Kilmarnock away a couple of weeks back. He had Blimmin McLennan playing. He had Gallagher sitting on the bench, and he had two people playing left wing back that aren't left wingers. Yeah, what what is what does that say to Gallagher when he's when he's putting on a, a left winger slash striker? He clearly doesn't 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 trust him for a start. I think I think this, I think you're right though, Sam. There's a lot of kind of square pegs and round holes if 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 you want to put it like that. I mean, 
the, the whole the whole hiring and firing has been proven again. I put this on Twitter the other day. It's been proven not to work. Mm-hmm. You see, you go you go through teams teams in the league like Dundee United in the last since the turn of the century. Dundee United have had twenty two managers. Hearts <laughs> have had twenty six. Hibs have had twenty four. You know, St Johnston are sitting on nine, yeah. and it's and it's and, mm-hmm. and we've been you know far more successful than than we probably should be if if you if you want to say that. Not that we haven't deserved it, but teams like St um, Johnston. Teams like St Johnston, yeah, yeah, that, that, yeah, that, <laughs> that old, that old chestnut, yeah. Um, so you know, we've not sacked a manager in twenty years. So we've 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 been we've been the envy of of clubs outside of the old firm for ten years now with 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 the three cup wins, all the Europe, all the, the European, um, the European adventures and things like that, and and now within feels like 18 months nobody would want to be nobody would want to be in the position we're in now in the, in the top flight so something has to give for sure is Calvin the man to take them forward bluntly no I don't think so I think I think we I think we need a change which, which, I, which I really don't like saying because you know he, he brought he brought us that that amazing cup double <laughs> can't talk about it enough um and it's just, it's just not, it's just not working out. I think he's too wedded to this, this five three two three five two, whatever, whatever you want to call it. Um, and there's maybe a bit of it, as you say, Sam. There's maybe a bit that the players are just like, you know what, sack this. I'm not, I'm, you know, it's, it's, it's the, some of them probably feel like they're tearing their hair out at times. Because um, remember, think, they, remember they changed to four four two, and Dan Phillips came out in the press and said this new formation is working. It's great, and within. One uh, within one game, it was back to the way it was before, and we're back to losing again. It's just, I, I know, it, but Play, players have all the power as well. That's that's the problem. If the players don't like you, and the players don't like you for what you're doing, they'll just stop. You're right; they'll just stop playing, and oh. then and then it's then it's your head on the chopping block, you know. Mm, which isn't we certainly don't want that to be in that situation because that's not how St. Johnson teams. No. crack on which is a shame but it's been a pretty common theme that it seems to be the word regrettably Callum isn't the man because everyone obviously holds him in such high regard just he's like an annoying family member eh? you just you have to love him for what for what he is but he's a pain no, in the ass he's fucking annoying I'll give him that he's <laughs> certainly got halfway now he's fucking well annoying <laughs> but yeah I think I think it's sorry Sam no I think I think it's worth being in mind I think when, when people are kind of Shouting about sacking the manager, he's not going to walk. So it would absolutely, would absolutely require to, to 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 get rid of him. Um, I think you've got to keep in mind the financial implications of that. I mean, you're not just getting rid of him; you're getting rid of his backroom team. So that's at least another four people that you're getting rid of. Um, and this this money in the bank that everybody's talking about, you know, it's been well documented. We've got I can't remember what it is. It's a five and a half million or something like that. We've got yeah. we've got sitting in the bank. You know, that's not for spending. This this is this this is the thing for. Look! Look at the amount of teams that have been in dire straits financially in the last in the last few years. That mon- that money is there to to ensure that we remain financially solvent for as long as we possibly can. It's not for spending. It's not in the budget. So you know, a big chunk of that will be used to to be getting rid of the manager. Should you should you sack him? So I think it's it's not it's not as simple as just going just get rid of him. Just 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 that's it. Bring somebody else in. You've got to get rid of the manager. And then pay somebody else, and you could argue that you know it's the same with Dundee United. You know Jack Ross and Liam Fox are still on their payroll. You know you could end up in a situation like that. You know, so it would it would cost a lot of money. So um, it's not quite as simple as just just um, getting the getting them out. You know. 
Yeah, exactly right. Uh, it's a, there, there's no right or wrong answer to this whole thing, but hopefully it'll come to some kind of conclusion one way or t'other. Uh, but Kerr, brilliantly spoken, very eloquently put uh, side of your <laughs> argument you. there, Kerr. It's been an absolute pleasure, mate. Thanks again, and we will see you sometime very soon. Hopefully, if not Livingston, we'll see you at the Hibs game. Excellent. Cheers, guys. Good, Thanks man. Thanks again, Kerr. Nice one, Kerr. Thanks, right. buddy. Cheers, mate. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. We're on a bit of a roll here. Surely somebody's completely anti-Callum. I think it's our next caller. It's Ian. How you doing, bud? Yeah, how are you, guys? Very, very well. What are you up to this evening? Um, nothing, really. Just playing darts, listening to a bit of music, waiting for this phone call. And here it is. It's your time. The f- <laughs> Ian, the floor is yours. We are The hot topic of this evening is Callum Davidson. The, um, I wonder why. <laughs> yeah, well, people have seemed to have got an opinion on him. And what's yours? Uh, well, I think it should. I think it should have been gone a long time ago. Personally, okay. I think uh, after the Infinity game last year, away, we we saw each other outside the ground and we just shook shook our heads and like, filled us up and went, what happened there. After the home game, I think it should have gone then. Performances this season have been awful. Results haven't been there at home, and I've seen a couple of stats over the last couple of days as well. That we've won. Three games this year at home. Yeah, that's quite. Yeah, so it's just it's just frustrating. I mean, I saw what Callum had said yesterday about the pitch as well. Like, as teams, the teams playing it once a season. Well, we're playing on it twenty times a season. We should be used to it by now, or we should be training on it. But <laughs> Very uh, that's just, that's just, my, just train on it. Just use. Tra- uh, don't need to wear boots. Wear trainers. Get used to that pitch. It's not going to get any better. Because so it was you. Good call. It's never, never sort of owned up as he has and said, I've made a mistake here. It's all everybody else's fault. I mean, I just, I can't get on board with that. He's picking the team. He's picking the players out of position. He's, ex, you know, he's expecting, he's playing for draws, basically. He's playing not to get beat. And it's frustrating. St. Johnson's still highest ever Record transfer fee. Assistant manager when we win our first Scottish Cup. Cup Double Cup winner as manager. Does any of that hold water anymore whatsoever? It, well, last season when uh, we got awful, I was giving him time. I was like, well, give him time. He's won the double, this, that and the other. After watching that garbage all season, this, this season, nah, it's, 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 it should be gone. Because it's not going to get no better now. And if he stays, it's going to only going to get worse next season. In my, just in my opinion. Do you think he should walk? Do you think the club should pull the trigger now and sack him? I don't think the club are going to sack him, and I don't think he's going to walk. Yeah. But the fans are now voting uh, with the feet or the voices because I think the crowd was less on Saturday than it was previous home game. I know Aberdeen bring a few home fans, but uh, bring a few away fans. But home fans, it was the attendance looked down in the East End. And it's only going to get worse for the Hibs game if we get beat on Livy on Saturday. It, uh, are you going to it, Livy? No, I'm going to Kelty. It's a new ground for me. Uh, never been there, so going to Kelty. Well, bloody lucky you that you've never been to Kelty because I've been to Kelty. <laughs> <laughs> fucking two hours of my life. <laughs> well, mate, I'm, I'm half expecting a half decent game on Saturday against Alloway. So, well, we'll oh, see. Good, actually, yeah. Oh, nice wee day out. Um, <laughs> Who would you like to see as manager? If Callum was to walk, say he walked, right, uh, okay. or he did get so, sacked, who would you like to see in? 
So this is going to be a strange one, but it could work. Mick McCarthy. <laughs> because, right, you're, laugh, you're laughing. And right, when I've told people, they've laughed as well. However, he'll come on a Jeep because he works in a, he walks, works on a shoestring budget anyway. He has done all of his clubs. He's available. He keeps teams up and he gets teams promoted. I know we can't get promoted, but he'll get the best of the players. It's a strange one, but he might yeah, be up for it. I, 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 I think I, I wasn't like Black, No, no, that's what we're laughing at. It was just a, like, like I suggested Shelley Kerr to somebody earlier on. It's just absolutely just pulling random names out the back. Mike McCarthy would be a great thing, but the, the, could we afford him? I will. I mean, Blackpool are uh, rich, are they? And they? They could afford him. That's some, I'm only going on them sort of figures like Blackpool are a rich team and uh, who did you manage before? Uh, They're rich in club Apple history thing. and local enthusiasm. Hey, Dan. Oh, it's an enthusiastic old town. <laughs> <laughs> but Mick McCarthy. No a, a decent show. It's not one we expected to hear, but you, you came up, you I'll, suggested a name, and you hit us with some valid points why you I should be going I want more shouts oh. like this, by the way. More left field, more out of the box thinking is what I'm going to go with. Well, he's never, he's never managed in Scotland, has he? As far as I'm aware, and he's an ex-international manager, so he'll know the, he'll know the game. He'll know, he knows the players. He'll bring some people in. It'll be Liam Craig, <laughs> won't it? If it does happen. Well, that's another thing I had uh, ever talked to me mates about. Again, it's Liam Craig is the fans' favourite, which I get. But then uh, we were at the... Uh, it was a uh, thing at the celebration of the, of the month, and there's a few players there, and, basically, and Lane Craig basically said to keep it in, sort of inside the uh, team, or the job, or the management. Over the last few years, I would get... I would uh, bring somebody fresh in, with fresh ideas, personally, mm. just... Uh, nothing against Liam Craig. Uh, I hope he does get the job eventually, but not yet. Go out and do a couple of years. Go to go to a Falkirk or something where yeah. he would. Absolutely, yeah. But absolutely fair enough. But you are at the minute as it stands. Not only should Callum be at the door, he should have been out the door a long time ago. Long time ago, yeah. I just this this, this season it's been frustrating. Although I mean I've been to a lot of away games this season. We've done all right away. We're just watching them at home. I missed, I missed two games last season at home. I missed, I've missed two games this season at home. It's bloody awful to watch. Even even when we beat Rangers, all right, fair enough, we beat Rangers. But the week after, we were absolutely back to back to normal. Rubbish. Fed up with it. Absolutely fair enough, and that is what the phone-in is all about. I love it. You're the first person that's proper had a proper rant in a windy, and I love it. I don't love it. It's, it's a horrible thing, and we shouldn't have to be ranting about Remember our first 15 episodes of the podcast about how great we were and we won two cups? What happened to them days? Oh, I can't them days. <laughs> that like a long great. time ago. <laughs> right. Bloody dolls. Bloody long time ago. But I think we're all in agreement, though. We just want St. Johnson to do better because they're our team. It's as simple as that. We're all hurting. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're, we're not going to get no better with Callum as well, sadly. Until he is. I like the guy. I think. I, I like the guy, but I think he's a, I think he's a nice guy. He's too nice, and it comes across sometimes. Really appreciate your your coming chat to us tonight. Enjoy your darts.
and uh, we will yeah, catch well up with you. Are you going? Oh, you're not going to have to thrash that, aren't you? You're going to Kelly. Enjoy Kelly. Aloha. I will do. I'm off to the Hibs game, so I'll see you then. Good man, Ian. Thanks again, buddy. Speak soon. See you later. Cheers, buddy. See you. Bye-bye. In the words of Davina McCall, time for one more? I think so. Let's speak to Cameron to finish off the evening. Hi, Cameron. How's it going? Not bad at all. How are you? Good, yeah, yeah. Good, thank you. Very really good. So tonight we have been discussing Callum Davidson. Should he stay or should he go? Where do you sit on the fence with this one, Cameron? To be totally honest with you, um, I'm very, I'm, I'm very 50-50. Don't get me wrong. Obviously, I appreciate what he done with delivering the cup double, but at the same time, I'm very sceptical, obviously, of the running results that have been on, especially after the county game at the weekend. Obviously, just thinking, since they're obviously a position below, it's a game that ideally you want to get the points from, and it's just, it's horrible seeing them get beat and then getting booed. It's, But obviously, at the same time, I, um, I couldn't see them getting sacked now, because what sort of impact is that going to have on the players for the remainder of the season? Mm-hmm. Agreed, Dan. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I, I can't see him going. I, I just can't see them pulling the trigger. I don't. He, he won't walk because of sort of professional pride, and yeah, that perfectly understandable. So, um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I do think there is a balancing act between could someone come in and have a galvanising effect, or like, is, are we? Are you, is it better the devil? You know, yeah. especially given totally. we're not actually in the. You know, we're not on the bottom, if yep. you get me. Yeah, that's that, that's another thing that I've I've been playing a lot on the mind today. Say, I don't know, say in an in an unrealistic world, he was to get sacked tomorrow morning or he was to walk tomorrow morning after discussions with the board. Like, there's a couple of scenarios you've got to think, who's going to come in? What's the player's attitude going to be like if that was to happen? A lot of people talk about a bounce effect of a new manager. Would that actually, would that happen with the players that we've got? Because it's the same players that are delivering the same results at the moment. That's true. But these same players also did deliver a decent run of results before the World Cup. Totally. No, definitely. Definitely. It's, 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 a, bit, it's a bit hit and miss. It's, at the time, it's like, you know, a couple of bad results then lead to more bad results, which leads to a dip in confidence. And, you know, you just don't think anything's going to go your way. But at the same time, it's like, when, when's, when's the, when's the rut going to end? Yeah. When, when's enough is enough. Where do you think you personally think, uh, where do you think it's gone wrong? Or what, what do you think it is? Why, why are Saints fans, the majority, certainly all up in arms at the minute and want them out the door? Why do you, where do you think this has all came from? Personally, I think over the last couple of years with a lot of top six finishes, European nights, obviously that was like sort of overachieving where, when you had the likes of Hibs, Harps, Aberdeen, all those other teams sitting around you. And then to now be a relegation playoff last season and now we're sort of sitting, not we're not in it, but we're sitting around those places again it's sort of like a bit unexpected in a sense. Yeah, it's not something because yeah, a couple of weeks ago we were looking at looking up the way at top six, and unfortunately like, it looks like we've been yeah. dragged into. Like, like there was there was a time I, I think it was just before the World Cup we were sitting looking at third, thinking great, like bring on after the World Cup we'll be challenging for Europe again. But it's just all went south, and I don't know what's gone wrong. I don't know. It's it's one of those things where it's. 
you know, like I said a couple minutes ago, like one bad result leads to another bad result, and then you know you just you just don't feel like you're gonna you're just not gonna get out of that. But again, it could take one stroke of luck, and then fortunes could turn. We could, I don't know, we could win all of our remaining games. We could take points from all of them. It's all down to the players. It's all down to the belief and and everyone around the club. That that literally led on my next question. Now, what does Callum need to do? Oh shit, from my phone. What does Callum need to do to to get a, a, an upturn in form here? Do you reckon? Sorry, I'm hitting you with all the hard hitting questions. Hey, Jesus, I thought this would be a, little, a banner. <laughs> Sorry, Cameron. I, I see a lot of people every match day that'll go. He's picked the same formation. He's picked the same squad. Right now, at this point in the season, I personally would like to see a couple of the younger players brought up. Give them an opportunity. Yep. Try and see if they, try and see if they can not save the season as such, but give some thought to the management going into next. Like, of course, like you've got young Max. It's a way to I think it's is it Falkirk. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, like obviously, and he shows what he can do down there. He done it with Celtic Hearts. He's he's doing it with Falkirk just now. It's like why was he not given more of a an opportunity? I think he started what. Less than a handful of games, the rest were from the bench. Mm-hmm. I think he only started Celtic yeah, in, in the I, league. I think, yeah. and which what I get a bloody goal in on. Exactly. <laughs> do, do you know when it's, I don't know, it's, you know, obviously Celtic, Celtic or Celtic, obviously. It's it's a hard game to be thrown into the starting 11, but at the same time, if you want to make it at a football club, you've got to thrive in those sort of difficult situations. And if you And if you do well, you know, the manager's got no choice but to pick you. And then at the same time, it's like, if you're wanting him to perform well, you need to keep him and, you know, put that bit of faith behind him and don't just drop him to the bench the minute he's had one dodgy game. Yeah, the, um, yeah. the kind of turn and fro and jiggery-pokery with the, with the bench and the players. He does, it's like, yeah, somebody I, pointed earlier on, I don't think he still knows his best 11. No, and no, totally, and... I don't know, this might come across very, not, not horrible in a sense, but to me, it looks like he's, he's got his favourites and his least favourites. Uh-huh. Like, who, like, who he feels he can trust, like, to put in a shift for him, rather than, you know, who's, who's going to bust a gut? Yeah, we might lose, I don't know, two or three nothing, but who's going to actually bust a gut, perform, or and, try and perform? And that's all what yep. it's about now, isn't it? We've got ourselves in the position where he just needs 11 people on the, the pitch, just going absolutely tonto, yep. and I, I know... Top of my head, I cut a couple of players that, that wouldn't do that for him, but who will still likely start that we wouldn't name any names. Um, yeah, Paul Beck. Yeah. Ma, ma, yeah. Oh, Considine. Well. Karen, <laughs> oh, you've committed the cardinal sin and you've slandered Andy Considine to Sam. Oh, I'm a big do, fan no, of Considine. Every time he's he's fit for selection, he's in, he's in that start living, but who have we actually really got? bar those three to actually play in, in that centre-back position. Yeah, we're, we're certainly short of um, centre-backs, like, like, like proper first-teamers, Mitchell, and then you've got Brown who gets thrown yeah. in there every now and again with he's out of position, but yeah. completely well, either. To, no, it's only comes around he's a left footer. Yeah, and you totally... Need one like, in there. Yeah, yeah, no, de- no definitely. There's no, there's no escaping the fact that Callum likes to play a, a five at the back, and, you know, it's, um, obviously you need, you need to have that sort of fine, fine balance there with like what players can play with what foot, and yeah. um, at the same time, at, at the same time, it's like you've when you think about it, you know, we've let people like John Mann and Dan Cleary and all that go. It was like obviously there there would have more than likely been reasons behind it, but why? 
Aye, that's that. Like I said, we we never know Callum's best team. Like I said, he played Brown there at the back when Mitchell was sitting on the bench. Um, yep. no, nobody really knows what's happened to Mitchell why he's not featuring yep. at the minute. It's final question: How, how long do it. you give Callum? When when do you think enough's enough for him? What what where, what would be your breaking point? Uh, relegation? Um, no, uh, I think if it was relegation, I would give him at least at least until the Christmas period of the following season to see, you know, if if there is that real bounce back effect, if they will have the desire to get back to the Premiership, and we've got the players there to be challenging higher in the league table. Brilliant, Cameron, superbly put, and another brilliant take on. Uh, as St. Johnson fans' opinion on Callum, we've, we think we've had it all tonight. You've, you've finished the show tonight, Cameron. Thank you very much, buddy. Appreciate it. And hopefully we'll see you up at McDermott oh. very soon, my friend. Yeah, that's perfect. Thank you very Cameron, much. Cameron, thanks, mate. Cheers, buddy. Cheers, Bye-bye. pal. Thanks, mate. Bye. Bye-bye. Well, that was a time. It was. And it was a very, a very good time. I'm not going to lie. I really enjoyed that. And I really enjoyed hearing a range of opinions. And I actually think everyone was quite surprisingly measured and balanced. I think I agreed with aspects of what everyone said. I also disagreed with aspects of what everyone said. Um, apart from Stuart, I think I was pretty much on the same page as Stuart, but <laughs> apart from Billy Dodds, um, I've gone off him but oh, <laughs> last year. How about Mick McCarthy? <laughs> Mick McCarthy, I love that. That was brilliant. But yeah, no, and I think... Look, if we just read, um, if we just read online, you see the loudest voices, and the loudest voices tend to have the strongest opinions. Whereas actually, there's a lot of sort of considered and measured opinions out there. And look, everyone's entitled to to their opinion and to whatever way they want to express it. Absolutely, it's, I mean, look, it's a football club. It's not. It's your football team. It's important. It's something we all enjoy. But it's not like it's. I don't know. A matter of life or death. So. Everyone's entitled to their opinions and to express them how they want. And it's, but I did enjoy, I did enjoy the conversations we had tonight. It was, it was good. And if Callum was listening, he'll probably be a little bit more relieved than than what I was expecting, to be honest with you. Like I said, we did not know the opinions of the people calling in. I was expecting, um, probably because we have heard a lot of the louder voices saying that Callum's not the man he shouldn't be. I never gave my opinion at the start of the show. No, so no you didn't. I think he's probably run his course. That's my opinion. Short and sweet. Yeah. Um, I think, I don't know who we get in, but I don't think he, pretty much like Hearts and Nielsen, I don't think he can take the club any further. I, I don't want to be scrapping around relegation for another season. It's not good. I would rather even just finish sixth in the table or seventh and win more games. Just It's just not entertaining enough. He's too stubborn with his formations at the minute. Like, as I've said with everybody, it's regrettable and I don't think we'll sack him, but I'd like to think he'd walk. Yeah. He'll know. He'll know. He's not stupid. He's very stubborn. We know that. And he's a very proud guy, and he should be. And he's got a lot of professional sort of pride, but he's not showing it week by week. And in my opinion, and you can't just keep doing the same things over and over and expecting the same, you know, and expecting things to change. No, I was going to say we shouldn't do the same things over and over, and I was just going to go into our next week's podcast with Giorgio Boyle in the Royal and Club Shop Exchange. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's do it. We'll have a proper, we'll have a proper podcast. But I think, um, look, my own personal view is, and look, I mean, we're on Wednesday now. He's going to be in charge for the Livingston game. Should something change after that with six games to go, and I don't think it will. I think he'll be there until the end of the season, at least. 
Um, I think he's got to be a caretaker appointment and probably Liam and Alec Cleland. Um, yeah, Liam and Alec Cleland and Paz and Macca, if, if, if any of them don't follow, call them out the door. And then I think you properly assess matters in the summer. And again, I think the board will know that because I don't, I think they'll, maybe one of the reasons they're clinging on is, as I said to one of the callers, can't remember who it was, but we had a long night. Um, it might just be a case of the bet, the, you know, better the devil, you know. Yeah. Um, Kelly or Sonia? That's one of them. Kylie um, and Steps. It's been, um, you know, it's not been, to be perfectly honest with you, it's been a, again, carry it on this when we're speaking. So it's been a bit of an unpleasant sort of week to, or couple of weeks, Sports and Johnson with the results, the general bad vibes, sort of what happened to Theo. That was Nathan. Was it Nathan? Nathan, yeah, just about the, the Rangers oh, tickets against I'll tell you what, he's going to, oh, he's going to kick my, he's going to quit my car in um <laughs> he's got to kick my head in you can use whichever one you want there Sam, you that <laughs> it's been some bad juju last couple of weeks to be honest with you yeah just hopefully we can go to livingston and i don't care who's in charge i don't care who's on the pitch just i'm not taking grief off them album of you yeah. no, i'm not <laughs> just go win a game of football one. so we can have a nice podcast next week where we talk about a nice saints victory we'll have a go at the album view podcast guys and we we do some nice fun features. That's all, it's not a tough ask. It's not a big ask. It saves us having to do these bloody bastard phone-ins. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work to try and get this together. <laughs> it's more work than normal. But let's finish off on happier times, Dan. Yes. Food bank collections. Nineteen crates collected before the Ross County match. Tremendous. And seventeen before Eberdeen. Everdeen couldn't kick a jelly bean. Did anybody give any jelly beans? No. But honestly, mum, it's been. It's been very humbling. Um, just been totally knocked out. I need to give the biggest credit of all to to Colin uh, Colin Mackay, who's just been he's really taken a lead on this, and he's been incredible. And the amount of graft he's put in, setting up a lot of social media feeds, and really having the main sort of contact with uh, the food bank, and obviously Bev's been unbelievable helping and getting it off the ground in the first place, and then helping us along of all to everyone who's donated we can tell you how much it's been appreciated by the folks at the food bank how much good that's going to do in our community big thanks to colin mccready and and tom walsh who've helped us out helped myself and colin out the last couple of weeks um but we go again we don't <laughs> stop no i'm gonna take that back um but we, that's a selling thing isn't it <laughs> or we never stop or something like that. Whatever nonsense they're coming out with. Um, no, we go again. Um, it's going to be permanent fixing now. Obviously, we understand there's been a bit of a novelty and we're starting and obviously starting a month as well, people getting paid. So, but if you can please, if, if you can donate or you can continue to date, please do because it's so appreciated. We'll be there before the Hibs game, hopefully in the usual spot in front of the shop at the Ormond stand, or if not, We'll, we'll be putting it all on social media anyway, um, just because that stand's going to be open. But also, very kindly, Betsy in the shop, she's been taking in donations. If people can't make it to the game or are dropping off early or maybe a bit, you know, really right on kickoff, Betsy's been taking some donations in. So thanks for it, and I'm sure she'll be happy to carry that on. What a star. Well done, Betty. Well done, Colin. Well done, you, Daniel. It's been a wonderful thing you're doing. And that was a nice positive note to end the, the match on. We'll be back next week as normal with all the normal shenanigans we just have to thank cameron kev heller ian care nathan stewart and of course dan as well for joining in the party we also need to thank our kind sponsors 
Shtana apparel. <laughs> Their apparel is for on and off the terraces. It certainly is. I actually went, I went to the pub the other day on, on an Easter on Easter Sunday. Lovely. I had mine on at the football on Saturday. You did. Quality club at night really is. Absolutely quality gear. It is, isn't it? I've got a new range out. I'm going to hit the... I'll be hitting them up um, as soon as I've paid off all my bills for the month and how much <laughs> I've got left. So That is it. When you, as soon as you find out what your disposable income is, you're going straight on and typing Dogger Saints into the discount box to receive 10% discount. And you can as well. On us. You're all Das. Sam and Dan. You are very welcome. And we will see you... In a couple of days, I'd imagine. Bye-bye. Bye. Do you have time to sing a goodbye song before you go? Always there. Hey, this was really fun. We hope you liked it too. Seems like we've just begun when suddenly we're through. Goodbye, goodbye, good friends, goodbye. Because now it's time to go. But hey... I say, well, that's okay, cause we'll see you very soon, I know, very soon I know, goodbye, goodbye, good friends, goodbye.